I want to shout out the black and brown players of the world champion Boston Red Sox. What? And you know I'm a diehard Yankee fan, Beaks. <laughs> yeah. Even though I never had a black manager. Another story, another time. But I want to holler at those 10 players who say, you know what? I'm not going to the White House. We're not going to visit Trump. Led by the manager, Alex Cora. Born in Puerto Rico. Disgusted how President Trump mishandled Hurricane Maria in his in his uh, island of Puerto Rico. I'm going to shout out Big Poppy. Used to kill the Yankees in the playoffs. He too dissed President Trump, saying, you know what? How you gonna disrespect me? I'm an immigrant. The Sox. So those players, those black and brown players get it. But then Jamil Hill asked the question the Atlantic. The Sox. In a recent Atlantic essay, she says, why don't white athletes understand what's wrong with Trump? Because they voted for him. <laughs> for them, there's nothing wrong. Or maybe there's some things wrong, but I'm still going to the White House rather than stand tall with my my players or ride or die. See how that work speaks? We gonna ride and die about whatever issues, but something as important as this, and we see the Golden State Warriors didn't visit Trump. We see that the teams that do go, like the Baylor Championship Women's Bell, the championship team, Baylor University, the college women's basketball, she went. They got fast food. If you go online, the sisters with side-eye probably didn't have a choice to go. <laughs> but they do get it. They probably voted for Trump. Or, well, this is a once-in-a-lifetime once opportunity, so I'm going to go visit the White House. But for David Price, American League MVP, Mookie Betts, they said, no, we're not going. And you know why they're not going. They can't stand his policies. It's not personal. It's not petty. It's his policies. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, what there's also no doubt about is that the Golden State Warriors are possibly on the verge of winning another NBA championship. And it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, based on head coach Steve Kerr's comments last year when the team refused to go. We would, in normal times, very easily be able to set aside political differences and go visit and have a great time. And, and that'd be awesome. But these are not ordinary times. Um, Probably the most device, divisive times in my life. Uh, I guess since Vietnam, but I was just a kid. I don't remember too much about Vietnam. But uh, because of the differences that exist in the country, um, the president made it really, really difficult um, for us to honor that institution. And um, our differences, I think, in terms of our team and our organization's values are so dramatically different I'm talking in terms of inclusion and, and civil discourse and dignity. And it's hard for us every day. You know, we're seeing the things he's saying. I thought yesterday his comments about the NFL players was as bad as anything he has said to this point. So it's awful. You're talking about young men who are peacefully protesting police brutality and racism, racial inequality, peacefully protesting hallmarks of our country. So should black athletes visit the White House, Dave? I mean, just recently, uh, your boy Tiger Woods, fresh off his Masters Championship, uh, he accepted Trump's invitation to the White House. Tiger, of course, we know he came back from injuries. He persevered. It's a great story. We know many African-Americans never knew what a birdie or a par or an eagle was until Turk Tiger got in the game. 
but one can question, why did he go visit I Trump? mean, I'm sure there's some golf fans who don't care uh, either way. You know, they're Tiger fans, and all they want to see is Tiger win. They want to see Tiger beat Jack Nicholas's record. But when it comes to Trump, then it's at what cost? What does Donald Trump yeah. stand for? Lying, cheating, yeah. perjury, greed, ignorance, xenophobia, you name it, he stands for it. So while these athletes, those 10 that did not go, Tiger gladly accepted the invitation. Trump's his man, his golf buddy. Now I know what party Woods vote for. Should it matter? Shouldn't it matter? Again, most folks going to want him to win that 18th or beat Jack Nicholson's 19 career majors. But when's enough enough? You know what I mean? By Tiger going to the White House, that legitimize Donald Trump? Who knows? Does Tiger Woods vote Republican? Does it matter? Are we surprised that he go? You know what, Beaks? I'm no way in surprise. You were right. You hit it on the head. You knew he was going to check out his boy. Now, I know they'll say politics doesn't matter, but when can one take a stand? What if Tiger told Trump, no, nah, I'm not going, son? And just left it at that. I'm busy. Can't make, but that's his man. That's his golf man. That's his boy. We can separate. Or he'll say, Tiger will say, I have a right. Don't police me. This is America. And he's right. It is America. But look what these other athletes, Steph Curry, look what they're doing. We're not going. We're not legitimizing, some would say, illegitimate president. You see the reports come out of New York Beats. One bill, he lost a billion dollars in the 90s. How do you lose a billion dollars? You know what I mean? We constantly, he's, he's constantly abusing the democracy, democratic system and don't care. So is Tiger putting a rubber stamp on that by going there? Here's someone giving out awards. He's so crooked. It's contradictory. You are now listening to the podcast for your punk ass. President is not listening to my words. He's trying to find a way to communicate to the president in a way that words seem, at least for him, to have failed. Dave, you remember last year when the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles, uh, most of them refused to go to the White House, and Trump actually revoked their invitation. And it wasn't just the black players, it was white and black players. Even uh, defensive end Chris Long, Howie Long's son, spoke out about it. Defensive end Chris Long, a critic of President Trump, refused to go to the White House last year when he won the Super Bowl with the Patriots. Today, he wouldn't even say the president's name. The past couple of years, I haven't been interested in going to, uh, to take a photo at the White House with that individual. So at the end of the day, um, it's, it, I can only speak for myself. That's the beautiful thing about America. Everybody has the right to feel however they want to feel. Certainly every every player in this locker room has a different view on the world, and those fans do too. Now, is every Indian a doctor, an Italian a monster? Is every Jewish man a lawyer for the brother they locked up? Is every Asian on vacation, an Irish a drunk? Is every Russian in discussions with Putin and Trump? Do all the Swedish hate the Swiss? Is every German a spy? Was every Cuban just assuming when Castro would die? Does every suicide bomber only practice Islam? Or can anybody hijack a plane and turn it into a bomb? Is every Dominican, Mexican, live up in the Heights? 
Canadians hating when there ain't a fight on the ice. Now if every Arab is operating a cab, and every rebel down south got a Confederate flag, is every Mexican a rapist when you ask for his papers who separated from his children while they're waiting in cages? Now if every Brazilian is caught up in their feelings with a population of billions in a sense of resilience, now are Africans laughing because Americans asking the dumbest questions, are you black and you proud? And what are the chances of you singing and dancing? Are we really just chasing another face in the crowd? Tiger, we are inspired by everything you've become and attained. The job you've done is incredible. Your spectacular achievements on the golf course, your triumph over physical adversity, and your relentless will to win, win, win. Yeah, what I like, though, is after he recognized uh, Nicholas and Palmer, he mentioned uh, Charlie Sifford, who's an African-American golfer who came before Tiger. He actually received the same Medal of Honor from the White House, and Tiger even described his relationship with Sifford. And this is uh, an honor. I know that I'm the, the fourth golfer to have received this award. Um, the late Arnold Palmer, uh, the great Jack Nicklaus, and um, Charlie Sifford, who is, I always called him Grandpa, because he was like the grandpa I never had. And I end up <clears throat> becoming so close with him that uh, I end up naming my son Charlie after him. So to have been uh, chosen as, as the next golfer um, after Charlie is uh, truly remarkable. So thank you again, and thank you, Mr. President. But why did you go visit Charlie? I know he's your guy. You're busy. Say you had some other things to do. Look at the Boston Red Sox. Maybe you're saying the Boston White Sox. There's one black guy in the back. Who was that guy? Was he on the training staff? Beach? Go look at the photo. Who was he? So the Boston White Sox. Does it cause disruption in the locker room? Maybe, maybe not. Does Chorus feel some type of way? Is he going to be mad at Chris Sale? Hell no. He wants to win games. But you know that'd be buried deep in your brain somewhere. We're human beings, Beaks. It's hard to overlook that. You from Puerto Rico. This is Cora. You heard what Trump said. They shouldn't get any more money. The leadership's incompetent. I.e., that's a racist statement. You see what I'm saying? And here's your top picture going to the white, to the West Wing, eating hamburgers. Take a photo ops. And that's your guy. That's what we're talking about, Beaks. This is what it gets down to. Almost like the Civil War, brother versus brother, the divide. And we know who's causing that issue. It's like Wu-Tang said, the saga continues. So we see this year we got Nick Bosa, avid Trump fan. Does Richard Sherman care what he thinks? As long as that dude gets double-digit sacks, Sherman doesn't care, but I know they ain't going to be kicking it. You know Bosa, well, he'll carry a burner account because deep in his heart, he's a Trump guy. You see what he was like in Beaks white nationalist groups. Call it Kaepernick a coward. You see what I'm saying? We'll see what happens with the 49ers. What happens if he lines up against these, uh, these tackles who are anti-Trump? I'm going to keep an eye on that this season. Nick Bosa. See what he's going to do. Talking all that trash. And now he's trying to make up and cut deals. as PR guy. Man, forget about that. Stand strong. You're a Trump dude. That's it. No, no doubt about it. Don't be backpedaling right now, son. Because your locker room is like 80% black. This ain't no house that you ain't the man. You the rookie, you getting hazed up. Trump even tweeted congratulations to Nick Bosa, but not to the number one pick, Kyler Murray, you know. The number two player. Yeah. You're going to be great. Stay who you are. In other words, continue to support me. 
continue to get NFL NFL fans or white fans to support MAGA, to support Trump, to support to support Trump Republicanism rooted in racism, xenophobia, transphobia, homophobia, and whatever other phobia you can think about. So Boza comes out, critiques Kaepernick on a tweet. He goes on and, and likes other nationalist tweets and says, well, he, he kind of apologizes to Kaepernick. He deletes those off his social media account, but it, it, the damage is already done. You just don't hit likes. Well, he sets up a burner account. But the bottom line, that's what he believes in. Well, Dave, Richard Sherman, who was basically the leader of the San Francisco 49ers, as well as Jimmy G, the quarterback, who's the face of the franchise, uh, they both said they would put Bosa's feelings to the side as long as he comes in ready to play football. Uh, you know, I think football, you know, it's it's one of those things, that, uh, the beauty about football is everyone comes from different backgrounds, you know, uh, whatever it is, all around the nation, country, world. I mean, a bunch of different people coming together to join in the locker room. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we're there to play football. So, you know, it's uh, as long as you come forward with the right foot, put the team first, you know, you're a good teammate, and uh, you help us win football games. At the end of the day, that's what really counts. So rather than, like Colin Kaepernick, took a knee to what? Confront police brutality. We switched it and said he's anti-American. While Boza is sending likes to folks who hate people who are not white. Now you tell me, Beeks, which is right, which is wrong. You see what I'm saying, Beeks? We said that all along in this podcast. If Colin Kaepernick came out with a MAGA hat, pro-American country music, you know what I mean, 100% Americanism, he would have been a hero and probably get some sort of endorsement deal been invited to the White House. But because his message was what? Contrary, disruptive to those Trump fans, we have a problem. While Bosa's message is viewed as what? Free speech. This is what we're talking about. He has a right to say it. That's where we at with Bosa. You see what I mean? And he plays for the Niners in San Francisco, progressive town. We'll see what happens when he lines up against the African-American offensive tackle who's read the news and see what happens and what he said or what he tweeted but didn't say. That's nothing Kimmy's Beaks. So if you send out a tweet, Beaks, that says, I like X, and if I like that, that means I like what you said. I mean, there's no way to talk around that or him haw around it. He liked it. He typed it. He texted it. He liked it. He tweeted it which means you support what that person's saying. But he's going to try to talk around it, hum and ha around it. He knows he was busted. That's why his agent was cleaning that social media account. But it's too late. It's already out there. There's all types of videos online that shows the hypocrisy of the NFL. So we'll see what happens in the long term with Bosa, lead at 65% black. And many can't stand Donald Trump. No doubt about it. Okay, that's the show, folks. Don't forget to follow the podcast for your podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And if you're listening on iTunes, leave us a comment and let us know what you think. We'll bring you another podcast for your podcast as soon as it's humanly possible. Because without you, dark brown shades of my skin, there would only be us. Only add color to my teeth.
kiss Oh, oh That splash against my hollow bones That rocks my soul Looking back over my false dreams that I once knew Wondering why my dreams never came true Is it because I'm black? Uh-huh. Somebody tell me what can I do? Oh, Lord Oh Something is holding me back uh-huh. Is it because I'm black? Yeah In this world of no pity I was raised in the ghettos of the city Yeah, oh Lord uh. Uh. Mama, she worked so hard To earn every penny Something is holding me back uh-huh. Is it because I'm black? <laughs> 